0: All right, everyone, here we are. Welcome to another episode with um, myself, Dr. Shirley North. And today we have an amazing guest, um, somebody that I have worked with hand in hand for many years um, as a compadre in the field. Um, And her name is Tara Murphy. She is an occupational therapist with nearly a decade of experience in multiple areas of practice. She began her career in continuing care and retirement community in Northern Virginia, where we worked together, um, which really enhanced her love of working with older adults and exposed her to a variety of practice settings, including the skilled nursing, long-term care, assisted and independent living, as well as community outpatient therapy. So with the emergence of the outpatient rehab directly in the home, uh, Tara was able to immediately become involved. She became a certified aging and play specialist and is in the process of launching her own private in-home OT practice in, down, in downstate uh, New York. So we will definitely have a little plug on Miss Tara towards the end of our podcast here. But today is just all about occupational therapy and what we do as collaboration with physical therapy. But a lot of people didn't know that april is occupational therapy month Woo! A big shout out to my ot's out there in the field and so that's why i'm pairing up with tara was just such a a natural fit for this next podcast episode so really what we want to go over super quick is just what is ot what do they do um oftentimes i you know have to have to distinguish that for clients and not just clients, but I mean, Tara, correct me if I'm wrong, but how many times do we have to explain that to physicians and other specialists in the in the field there? So yeah, welcome, welcome, Tara. Thank you so much for, for joining um, us here tonight at North Star Physical Therapy. Yeah, hi, hello
1: everyone. And thank you, Shirley, for having me. I'm so happy to talk to you always. Um, as Shirley said we were co-workers back in Virginia. Um, I'm now in New York, but um, yes, to answer your question, um, absolutely. I mean, every OT out there has their, you know, pretty much elevator pitch of what is occupational <laughs> therapy, and that's like ready to go because, um, unfortunately, you know, it is, it's, a well, not unfortunately, but it is a very broad field. That's, actually the beauty of it that's why I fell in love with it um, because occupational therapists work in so many different areas of practice of people of all different ages you know just like physical therapy Um, but what is occupational therapy I personally always like to kind of start with the definition of like what is an occupation um, because an Mm. occupation is not just your job of course it is every activity that you do during the day so starting with even just sleep is an occupation Mm. Um, you wake up you get out of your bed physically getting out of bed getting dressed um taking a shower so all those daily activities um whether it be like a basic thing or a higher level task um, basically we're we're analyzing those activities and seeing where the, the the activity is compromised so that could be due to a physical uh, limitation or an environmental barrier um, or a cognitive barrier even just you know mm. not having the memory to be able to complete a test so we're we're really analyzing the entirety of the of the activity and seeing how we can, for, you know what solution um, is going to work best for for that individual. Um, so we're looking at the routine, daily routines, um, and then yeah, just combining science and yeah. creativity. So we're looking at you know all the the biomechanics of everything, as well as you know what the what the research says. What are the best interventions? Um, and finding those creative solutions um, and all those fun, adaptive gadgets that are always yes,
0: coming out. Yes, yes.
1: Um, that's, that's really why I personally love occupational therapy is because it's, you know, combining that science and creativity.
0: Yeah, and I, I really love the fact that you, you first... Uh, I've talked about, you know, the occupation of a person because so many times, you know, some of our clients might be retired or they may not have what they, you know, what people think of a, a profession like outside of the home. And it's like, no, are you not a husband or a wife or a significant other for somebody? You know, you're not a mom or a daughter or, you know, it's it's like all of those tasks, everyday things, uh yeah, are your occupation as well. So I love how you you coined, um, that one. And honestly, folks, like I have gotten so many little tricks and tips from my OTs out there of like, Hey, have you thought of this or modifying that little thing and, and all that. And so, um, so with that, like, so with an OT, I often, you know, would say to, to some clients of, okay, OT, does the top half PT does the bottom half <laughs> to kind of help divide that up a little bit, because a lot of clinics, um, outpatient uh, clinics don't necessarily have both disciplines and not to saying that's, you know, bad, um, but yeah ot um there isn't a ton of you guys um, out there in relation to to physical therapy your profession is a little newer um as compared to physical therapy we're only 100 years old um and ot stemmed from you know from that because of all of those specialties you listed out you know all of the huge task analysis and modifying things um, creating these crazy devices. I mean, some of the most creative therapists I know are OTs. <laughs> and like you all have probably a ton of like patents pending <laughs> and, like different devices and different things out there. So, like, if I have a client that comes in the door like, for example, like a lymphedema client that, you know, we're going to try to get going with a good self-management program, including a compression garment of some sort. Let's say they come in with any kind of upper extremity difficulty, like arthritis in the hand, or like they had um, like a wrist injury back in the day, or rotator cuff or something in the upper extremity. Is that something that like OT can definitely like tap into and and like assist with with any kind of adapt- adaptations there.
1: Absolutely, um, yeah. There, I mean, as as I said, it's it's you know we're really looking at the whole person. So, um, of course, you know any kind of um, you know physical as well as even neurological. Um, in fact, um, one client came to mind when I was thinking um, about a particular situation, Mm -hmm. Um, lovely man, (laughs) wonderful sense of humor, um, had Parkinson's disease, and he came to me and... with the problem of (laughs) it took him about 20 minutes to get his compression garments on. Um, So with the Parkinson's of course, like the slowed movement Mm -hmm. very slow movement and, you know, weaker hand grasp, um, you know, we really had to, we did a little bit of of trial and error um, Mm -hmm. and looked at different adaptive tools to help him, you know, mm-hmm. of course, there's some scary looking sock aids, where <laughs> we <laughs> tried that, um, and then we also just, you know, worked on the basics of, you know, grip strength, and, mm-hmm. you know, that perceived exertion of, you know, actually looking at how, you know, he is gripping the the tools, um, but ultimately, we, you know, found a combination of a, um, a glove that would help mm. him mm-hmm. um, grip the stockings a little bit better, and just actually adapting the the seat that he was sitting in, um, mm. so modified the environment a little bit. And um, and also just looked at a a different technique, you know, um, rather than those some of those scary see I know, right? Um, They do work in some cases, but a lot of it is actually trial and error. So um, we came up with a good solution for him, and so we got it down from about 20 minutes to about two and a half minutes per sock. That's phenomenal. big deal for him because I, I'm sure you could imagine he was pretty exhausted after trying to get those compression yeah. on for 20 minutes
0: yes I can tell some of my clients I'm like ready to get your upper body workout because it is a yes <laughs> trial and error and the first time isn't always gonna how it's gonna be you know us therapists we do this all the time and we still have our own little fangled <laughs> you know techniques and ways um yes. but yeah that's that is such a good, um, you know, thing to consider too. Is and yeah, OT is able to kind of take a step back and look at that whole picture. I love how you mentioned, you know, environment, you know, modifications, just a simple chair, you know, change um, to yeah, using something like a glove or a different kind of aid or, or something like that, and and even I'm sure you know you can even take that step further. And if there is a significant other, a partner, or something like training them, you know, what's um, what's a good way to to put on these much needed, you know, garments or pumps and things that kind of help self manage, um, you know, lymphedema things. Um, so they're getting the best benefit. Um, but they might just need another pair of hands.
1: (laughs) Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's definitely and if and if someone does not have you know is not fortunate enough to have that significant other other and they have to be able to do you know self-management independently mm-hmm. then you know it's so crucial um mm. of course you know how crucial it is to be able to um you know take care of the skin so there's mm-hmm. no there can often be rehospitalizations because of that um so yes yeah, yeah there are definitely uh, many different ways that we can get involved and kind of help as a supplement in that self-management piece.
0: Yes. No, I love that. And like being a certified lymphedema therapist, that isn't just PT, you know, there are definitely OTs out there, even massage therapists. Um, I think as a, you know, physical therapist, um, what we bring to the table with the overall, mobility, gait, balance, so especially for the lower half, but even the upper half, um, getting those those gross motor movements when there's big shoulder range of motion movements and everything. But those of us that have, you know, that lymphedema and the upper extremity, um, sometimes, you know, yeah, I pair up with the OT of like, okay, these are the garments that are really good for this person. I got maybe the general, you know, range of motion stuff down, um, we're strengthening down but we're still having little tidbits with like different of uh, those like self-care tasks you were talking about earlier like the dressing and bathing and grooming and and how much your hands do you know for all that like to cut up food and to meal prep like to hand write um all of those things i i often yeah like to pair up with the ot and that's something that's really unique within our field is that if you do have a local P T O T team, like you get your best bang for your buck with that, you know, and we, how many times do we pair up with people we were seeing at the same time, (laughs) you know, and that's something that we just, we collaborate with, you take that goal, I'll take this one, but the overall big picture, the client is getting what they need. So, right, right. Yeah. It's,
1: it, it's always so nice to collaborate and you know be able to bounce ideas off one another and really talk about you know what's what the client's goal is and you know even sometimes having a little meeting powwow <laughs> together with the client <laughs> and kind of
0: be a you little know, realistic yeah. <laughs> that
1: way. it's, it's uh, really beneficial.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And if you were to say, you know, what are what are like one or two things of like, what um that you would tell somebody, hey, consider occupational therapy, if or when, What well, what would be your big go to like, when do I need an OT versus PT or just OT versus a trainer, you know, that kind of a thing?
1: Oh, always. <laughs> no, I, I would say. Um, I mean, definitely. If um, let me think on that. So, v- versus versus just a trainer. Like, if you're definitely with any you know difficulty with daily activities, especially when it involves a chronic or progressive condition and mm-hmm. things change mm-hmm. all the time. So it's always nice to have, to know an OT, to be able to kind of, you know, touch base with and say, because, you know, oftentimes, um, well same with physical therapy as yeah. well. You know, it, we have a lot of the same people come back because they say, Hey, you know, this is, they, they understand, you know, if, if we do a well enough job explaining what, you know, what, What roles we can play, um, you know. Then some will come back and say, "Hey, you know, I'm having trouble with this, and you know, I've been really struggling." And and, you know, especially if we know it is a chronic condition and something that is not necessarily going to improve or improve significantly enough, then how can we modify it, you know? And, and And it might be the environment, or it might be. Um, just the way you do things or actually looking at a routine. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's always helpful and I'm, you know, I'm sure any occupational therapist or physical therapist for that matter, again, um, would be happy to, you know, talk about that. What, you know, when, when it is best to see a therapist versus, um, you know, if you're just doing, um. You know, your your typical like daily yeah. exercises, you
0: know. Absolutely. Yeah. If it's like you're doing those typical daily exercises, like it's just not really getting better, not getting like the results that you want, or it's a little more pain for some reason, like things like that. Oh, I so apologize, everybody. I and mean, we have a new puppy in the background. So for all of us like zoom in, you know, and everything. But yeah, we just I think you, you kinda hit the nail on the head of just that collaboration with just within ourselves. So I just highly encourage a lot of my clients to really get that good team, you know, around them. And, you know, sometimes the PT, we have to say, you know what, this is outside of my scope. But you know who I do know, you know, this great occupational therapist right down the road, or who I work with, you know, all the time, and that's going to yield the best result for them. And I'm a huge advocate of that for the students that I take on, um, or even just you know, newer employees that and that I train, or just getting involved with a new team of like, okay, where is your strength? What is your, you know, um um your area of expertise? And so like, we do a lot of in referrals. So a lot of PTs and OTs, we interrefer to each other because we know it isn't like we're trying to step on toes or anything like that. It's just my client, even I do that with even physical therapy, my own colleagues of the same field duplicate i may not be the best provider for you but i know who is and that's really up to the provider to provide to the client not the other way around you know i'm i hate where it's like clients are just so frustrated that they sit there and searching for a provider and they've gone through you know four or five of them and they're finally getting to us you know it's like oh man so this is why we're doing what we're doing tara right getting out oh, yes. there creating our own um businesses or further education getting out there and like there's more of us collaborators we are we are co-petition not competition <laughs> um, oh i like that and then, okay, there you go it's yeah, a little quote cool, in there for you from my so mentor <laughs> absolutely and so kind of speaking of that so yeah i want to give a um, a great little plug for the crew up in new york um where tara is so tara and tell us um a little bit about your your company real quick for the those in-home assessments that you work on all these things you're just talking about
1: yeah so i um just launched my <laughs> in-home outpatient therapy practice um and it is technically downstate, but mm-hmm. even though everything um, north of the city is usually called upstate. But I'm in Orange <laughs> County, New York. And I just decided that I, well, after getting a taste of, you know, actually being able to see a client in the home, I think for occupational therapists, it is ideal, in my opinion, because you can really, I mean, as, you know since we are looking at every little thing and doing such a comprehensive um, assessment i mean where better to do that than in someone's home Absolutely. where you can, we can see their see those daily routines and habits and really talk you know kind of get more in depth and mm-hmm. and be able to find solutions that are you know really meaningful and therefore sustainable for someone so um, so i'm really loving that um my my company is called hudson home ot plc uh, and yeah i'm I'm really excited to get started and and keep learning and get involved um in the community here
0: so. awesome and you're on facebook right for hudson home
1: that's right awesome. hudson home ot plc
0: awesome so everybody yeah feel free to give a little shout out to tara feel free to ask her you know questions too if you have any questions about ot you know specific things we always want to help those out in the field um that can you know provide you know help provide something for you um and yeah i just thank you so so much chair for for joining and um feel free to um contact um, me and s north at northstar dpt.com look me up on facebook i have a group the lymphatic detox with dr north Look me up at, you know, follow me on Instagram. We got Dr. Shirley North and my phone number is 703-594-6314. So we are out in force, Tara and I. We're going <laughs> to take, take one state at a time. But yeah, we're just so excited to have featuring you, one of my favorite occupational therapists for Occupational Therapy Month. And I wish you the best of luck at Hudson Home. And yeah, thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Shirley. It's been fun.